Welcome to Return of the 90s Tunes Podcast. That's in reference to the album Return of the Rentals. Obviously. By the Rentals. It's obviously such a uh, an album everyone knows. Yes, obviously. They should. They should because it's a good album. It is a good album, but not very many people know it. Kept, I kept trying to think up. The, re- the refreshments, the replacements, <laughs> who I think are other bands, but yeah, it's the rentals. Yes. I like the name of the album, The Return of the Rentals, because yeah. it is their first album. Yes. <laughs> so it it just makes you think, like, was there an album before? No, there wasn't. I didn't see anything before this, so. No. Makes you think. That's what I like in an album. Yes. So what did you first think when I uh, picked this album? Didn't know who it was at all. And then you said... Friends of P. And I was like, I thought that was Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> Close. A couple members of Weezer are in this band. Then I learned that because <laughs> I love Weezer, but I had ne- I've never heard Pinkerton. So I thought maybe okay. it was off that because it sounds like Weezer a lot. But yeah, because of Matt Sharp. Uh, well, and the basic who was the basis for Weezer, and Peter oh. Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson, who is a co-founder of Weezer. Wasn't he the drummer? Yes, maybe. I didn't I didn't write that. I just wrote <laughs> So I don't know when he left. I looked more into Matt Sharp, who was on the blue album, started the rentals, came back for Pinkerton. This the return of the rentals is nineteen ninety four. Are you disputing that? Because I wrote that they were found in nineteen ninety four. I didn't write I didn't uh, oh no, and the this album was, was ninety five. Yeah. I, I wrote that too. October thirty first, ninety five, this album was released. And Pinkerton was ninety six. The band had been around ninety four to ninety nine and then two thousand five to the present and they have four discs. Just throwing that out there. A lot of different people in it. Um, yes, I was I was interested in some of the people. Maya Rudolph? Who knew? Yes. Yeah, Magic. she played keyboard and backing vocals. SNL alum, Maya Rudolph. Yes. Her mother's a famous singer. I did not know that. Whose name eludes me. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, well, I wrote Sherilyn Westridge. Means means nothing, but she's on the Moog, which is like that synthesizer thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's Petra and Rachel Hart Hayden, which are both, they're part of triplets, whose parents is a jazz musician. And their third sister is a musician. She's married to Jack Black. Yeah, I. her name sounded familiar when I was reading about this band. Okay. And her name came up when we looked up, when we talked about Luscious Jackson on oh, the 90s okay. Tune podcast. The, thir- the one that's not in here, like Jack Black's wife? No, no. Um, They're triplets, so which one yeah. of the three? P- Petra. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was... She was in a Luscious Jackson as well. Oh, I didn't realize that. But I, they were her and her sister Rachel were in a band that dog who I've never heard of, and then I looked up who are awesome, and I don't know why I didn't hear of them. I don't think they were super popular, but they were definitely what I was like listening to that at that time. Like that Tori Amos kind of. No, jewel. no. Um, it actually reminded me of Halifax bands. Um, Plum Tree Jail. Rebecca West, maybe some you might oh, not okay. know. Just female pop, kind of quirky pop. Okay. Luscious Jackson was kind of, you could see a reiteration of that, but like, like these are musicians, like violin and yeah. 
jazz musician yeah yeah so i was intrigued by all the um the people in it and there were people who came and go there was a guy from the yeah yeah yeahs uh, yeah this first uh first album even though it's called return of the rentals <laughs> yes one song please let that be you was written by sharp and weezer's rivers como it was called mrs young and it was kind of like a like sister song to another song okay. Jamie, i think it was i didn't know the song friends of p biggest song Although I think I knew the song Waiting. It has a video. It's a pretty awesome 90s video. It looks like a 90s video. This video also, did you remember the video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you know this because of Weird Al? No. Oh, he, do you know it now, the Weird Al connection? No. He does a little spoof and it's like an MTV show and he's like, and there, and here's a request from so-and-so from Regina which isn't my Canadian connection, but I remembered <laughs> it was Regina. And then he plays the video. And at one point he's just in it, like singing. And then at, did you watch the video or do you remember it? Yeah. And now it just stops and they're just staring at the end. Yeah. Well, he comes in and as they're just staring there, it's him superimposed in black and white tap dancing. It's pretty <laughs> funny. I assumed you knew it. <laughs> was that from Weird Al TV or Al yeah. TV from uh, Much Music? Yeah. 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 Did you rewatch the video or what do you remember from Yeah, I rewatched it. Did you read the background about the making of the video? No. So they had a friend who had an old World War II camera. They they had a $500 limit on the video, like spending. So he filmed it. They got their those big like Coke glasses and mm -hmm. uh, outfits from the dollar store. In fact, they were giving one of them a headache and she had to chew gum throughout the whole thing because they were so thick. <laughs> And it didn't really work. They're like, oh, this isn't going to sync up with like with the new technology. So they had a film student who came in and kind of edited it. Edited it. Edited it. <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had another version where they kind of put it together. And then they were like, oh, it's not as good. And they kind of went with the original editing, but kind of added okay. to it. When they, that's when they signed with Maverick. Yeah, and they have another album for waiting. And look that video up. It's just it's I very know. 90s feeling. Do you have a Canadian connection? Do I? I have two. I bet we no. You never have the same one I do. I don't know where you Well, oh hey. So we my Rudolph. String? Okay. Was on Saturday Night Live. Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live. Same Dan Aykroyd, Warren Michaels. Okay, so anyway. if you let me continue. <laughs> Sorry. So now I lost my spot. No, I, I know where you're going. Eddie Murphy was in the movie Shrek, <laughs> and so was Mike Myers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Canadian Connection. I was thinking SNL. Any Canadian Connections? <laughs> my Canadian Connection is Matt Sharp, who played the synthesizer for Tegan and Sarah in their 2004 album So Jealous and 2007 The Con. I'll produce it and his personnel on the oh. albums. So a Calgary connection. Yes. Also, Friends of P was covered by Canadian band Tokyo Police. Oh, that was one of mine. Oh, is it? But I I, don't worry, Tokyo I have another. Police. Gary Osri? I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Osiric? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he did the artwork on the album. Oh, are you thinking? No, I'm not thinking of him. I'm not thinking of him at all. Well, okay. he joined Maverick Records, as you mentioned earlier, Maverick yeah. Records. But he also worked with other people on Maverick Records, including Alanis Morissette. And 
worked on the soundtrack of such films as Austin Powers, Ooh, Mike, who, Myers. Mike Myers, and Myers. The Matrix with Keanu Reeves. Also, The Rentals toured with Alanis at one point. Good. I was getting mixed up with the guy who produced the Blue Album, Rick Ocasek of The Cars. Oh, okay. But he, I, I wrote his name down because his wife is Paulina Poroskova, model. Um, well, ex, not ex-wife. He's since passed, so widow. They apparently, Friends of P has written about her. Oh, she was okay. like, oh, all my friends have songs written about them being a model, and I don't. So apparently this is about oh, her. Okay. Maybe. Um, But even Rick... Kasich was like, that's kind of weird. She didn't really hit it off, but she did really hit it off with River Cuomo and they worked together. But apparently it's about her. There's some theories, but this one seems to be the actual reason is that it's after Patrick Wilson, also in the band, Patrick, or the Psychic Friends Network, which was old infomercials back in the (laughs) 90s. But though it seems like it is written by, written for Paulina Poroskova. Oh, we didn't even talk about other songs. What what's was your favorite song? Oh, definitely Friends of P. Yeah. That was good. I like that sort of sweetness and tenderness. It seemed like there was like a little bit of a pause and then more of a song. Okay. So yeah. was it was like a little bit of a hidden track. Yeah, yeah. I like the nineties hidden tracks. Yes, yes, you do. I had written songs sounded like songs. Like maybe Yes. They did sound a bit like Weezer, but no, they sounded like one of them, like a Blink one eight Blink one eighty two song. It sounded a little like maybe they inspired them. I'm not saying Blink one eight. Why can't I say one eighty two? Such a big number. <laughs> kind of like it just sounded a bit like that. Other ones, I'm like, what does this? What does this sound like? Just another nineties, and it was almost there. Not like anyone stole from them, but just reminded me of like. Okay. Maybe they inspired them. I, I felt like all the songs sort of flowed together. Yeah. No. They had their sound. Yes. I couldn't quite remember songs when I went back. I couldn't put the name to the song. Mm. Sometimes that happens. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I really liked Brilliant Boy. Okay. They, I liked when they said stupid girl, and then they're, but I'm not a brilliant boy or something like that. Ain't a brilliant. Yeah. I kind of liked Waiting better. Okay. That's I'm not going to fault you that. for that. You are. <laughs> Off air, yes. When I push for that to be the on the <laughs> sound track. Yeah, 90s tunes, YouTube music playlist. Playlist, not soundtrack. <laughs> it is a bit of a soundtrack of my life because I this is what I listen to. But I feel like Friends of P is there. Any, if you look them up, Friends of P comes up right away. You speak about soundtrack. I feel like we should be burning off CDs <laughs> with all the songs on it. Listening to them in the We'll sell them on Patreon or something. Um yeah. <laughs> uh how'd this album do critically? Critically it was seemed to do all right. There was it all depends, like four stars, three stars, eight out of ten, Bs. it every place has their own. So it was like I'd say that ninety percent there, but the album only managed to reach number 19 on the Billboard Hot Seeker albums. And by the end of 1999, the album had sold 96,000 copies in the United States. I couldn't find how many albums it's sold up to this date. So. But Friends of P peaked at number 7 on the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks. 
in yeah, lots of airplay on MTV, which probably is the reason why I knew it because it probably had a lot of airplay on much music. Yeah. Um, I did read some critics kind of said it's catchy with a disconnected feel, especially about Friends of P. And I'm like, I get that. Not, not they meant that as a good way. It sounds a little bit bad, but just kind of, yeah, kind of a cool vibe. It was. It was a definitely had that rock alternative sound, which was really nice, but it was their sound. Yeah. It wasn't anybody else's. Like, no, like I thought it was a Weezer song, but just because he yeah. has the Weezer voice, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like one of them. But I thought since I hadn't heard Pinkerton, which I hear is a lot different than the Blue or Green album, that that's why I thought it was okay. them because I hear that has a different sound. But yeah, but I, uh, great choice, Ave. Thanks. So stop stalling. What are, <laughs> what are you going to choose for next week? It's going to go really obscure or things I've never heard. But instead, I went with Goo by Sonic Youth. I don't know this album. I didn't think you would, but I do, but I haven't listened to it for ages. So, Okay. That sounds and, interesting. Goo by Sonic Youth. Yeah. And, and tune in Friday this weekend. I know I say Friday. We always say Friday, but it's usually Saturday. Friday or Saturday, tune in for- This weekend. <laughs> yeah. Share, believe, yeah. or believe by share, whatever way you want to put it. And, <laughs> and for 90s too, this weekend. Yes. But not on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we got monster cars to go to, apparently. <laughs> I know we paid for the whole seat, but apparently we'll only need the edge of it. <laughs> Until next time. Keep on listening.